Hello and welcome to the Ann and Ellis podcast, a podcast specifically designed for you, the wedding and event industry entrepreneur. Look, no one ever claimed the wedding and event industry is easy. In fact, we believe that this industry is one of the most difficult industries in the world, but it does not have to be a journey you embark on alone. That is where we come in. We are your advocates, friends, strategic partners that will challenge you to become the best version of yourself, both personally and professionally. We are unapologetically passionate and thrive on helping others achieve a level of unimaginable success, happiness, and inner peace. Welcome to the Ananellis Podcast, and let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Hello. What episode are we on? I think, I think this is 44. <laughs> 44. Anyways. That's crazy. Almost my age. Although we don't need to reveal that. No. No. We don't need We're to. We're climbing up. Climbing up the charts. It was a crazy weekend for the event industry, for us. A lot going on. We need to chat about it. I haven't really had a chance to talk to No. Labor Day busy. weekend. Labor, Labor Day, Day weekend. weekend. I, I remember wild. Labor Day weekend of 22. Um, that is where I broke my record of uh, how many weddings I've done in a certain amount of time. So I DJed Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday That's last right. year. That's right. I remember that, like worrying about you last year. I think I was messaging you like, are you okay? Yeah. Thankfully, all the weddings went really well. I remember them very well. Clients were great. Um, it was all different venues too, which yeah, is really you, interesting. Like, from Des Moines, or were, yeah, were I was you at traveling? Rapid Creek, and then I went to I think Des Moines, then I went to maybe Ashton Hill here in Cedar Rapids, maybe Galena. Um, I remember the couples, but I don't remember. I remember only like two out of the four venues. But anyway, so this year I DJ'd on Sunday <clears throat> up yeah. at Ashton Hill and yeah. and Galena. You know, I I gave you a shout out on Facebook because I was telling Maddie, our, our wonderful day of coordinator who uh, I was working that wedding with. And I think at times, this goes for our whole team, I, I would like to think as well, that we almost not not take the venue for granted. But like every time I'm there, I'm always truly reminded like, wow, what a great piece of real estate you have there. The view, the way your vision came together, I know it wasn't easy, but... Mm -hmm. And it's still not easy, which we'll talk about <laughs> uh, what Labor Day means for us in the event industry, Laboring. at least for some uh, wedding professionals. But it's just such a beautiful space. It is unlike any other venue I've been to. There's such a vibe to it. As a DJ, I look at venues in the entire property, for that matter, much differently than the normal person. Mm, I look sure. at it, you know, whether it's acoustically or where cocktail hour is going to be or where I need to set up for the ceremony and where I'm at inside in conjunction with the dance floor like i look at things a little bit more um on a microscopic level yeah and then sometimes i completely ignore the beauty and the aesthetic not because i don't care about those things or respect what the architects and the designers and the contractors did because you were the general contractor i was for that. i was the general on that uh, one yeah which is great but i just i was standing out there getting ready for the ceremony i'm like man what a view so anyways well Thank done you. It well was done a really nice message. I was like, oh, he's having a moment out yeah, there. I, was I a had moment. a moment out there this weekend, too. And I hope for any professionals who are working this weekend, as most of us are, Labor Day weekend's a big weekend, holiday weekends. It makes sense to have a Sunday wedding, Yeah, you know, when people have Mondays off. Um, so we were booked Friday, Saturday, Sunday at both venues. Uh, and I ran the Friday wedding. I don't run many anymore, but 
I did. And it was a lot of fun. And it's so easy to get wrapped up in the logistics and what we have to do and the work. And I did have some moments where I'm like, man, this is, this is fun. Like, and this business is fun and having this property, um, it's an incredible amount of work. You hear it from me all the time, but I love it. I love it. It, it has my heart, right? Just the business that we're in and, and having that. So, um, yeah, Galena is really special. Yeah. Cedar Rapids is special because it's the first venue and it has just, man, it was scary opening this venue and not really knowing what I was doing. And then Galena's kind of like the, okay, I, I had an idea of what I was getting myself into and it's a fun, yeah. fun property. So tell me about your Sunday wedding and how it went. Okay. I purposely paused because I'm going to put my phone on airplane mode. My weekend was good. It, it was it was interesting because, like I said, it was one wedding versus four last year. So we went, what did we do Friday? My gosh, it's so funny how I can remember the four <laughs> weddings last year and then trying to... You uh, have time off. You can't remember as much. Regain my thoughts for, for Friday. I know on Saturday we went to uh, Sauerkraut Days, which is in Blairstown. Fun. Okay. So I grew up in Maringo. And I, I want to talk about Thursday, too, so don't let me forget about Thursday, okay. where we did a Fuse event in Marengo. Fuse okay. is a live workout, DJ. It was a, a ton of fun. Weather was freaking perfect. We'll talk about that. Um, Sauerkraut Days is a small town. Uh, takes place in a small town called Blairstown, which is maybe like five, seven miles from Marengo, which is where I grew up. So I went, up, I went to Sauerkraut Days. They have a parade and legit like sauerkraut and hot dogs. And you fun. Line up and you get free hot dogs. And okay. they've got a, they had a couple rides for the kids. They had a rock climbing wall, which that's Asher and Isla's favorite thing is, is the rock climbing okay. wall. Yeah, it's kind of like they put the harness on you. Yeah. And it's like a zip line thing so you don't fall and hurt yourself. Um, they did the, uh, it's like a, a, a version of the scrambler, but like it has that turntable in the middle where you can rotate. Yeah. I, I couldn't even watch them do it. It was making my stomach I hurt. can't even. I'm same. I used to be able, as a kid, I loved rides. If I like turn around too fast now as an adult, I'm like. Yeah. yeah, can't look at it. Brutal. I can't watch certain things on TV. Yeah. That happens when you get old. So. Yeah, um, I do remember what I did. Friday, we went golfing, Melissa and I, to the, uh, the Marengo Golf Course. Yeah, nine-hole course, I perfect course for a guy like me. It's yeah. cheap. Get a golf cart. There's no pressure. There's not all of these country club members that are judging your golf skills or etiquette. There's yeah. something to be said for a small-town golf course. Again, a little nine-hole uh perfect amount of rolling hills big open fairways it was a ton of fun her and i haven't been out and she doesn't golf she was just watching hanging out playing yeah, music but and i love doing that with my husband i'll yeah. just ride along or you know i might hit a shot or two but yeah yeah, yeah it, it was great i golfed pretty well actually nice. minus a few shots uh the first hole you got to get the just the yeah knock the rust off a little bit but then we had we gained some momentum kind of a fun little date thing for you yeah, guys and it was getting to be outdoors and it was it was um and then we went bowling Oh my God, we, had, we had a Marengo Blairstown small town vibe Friday and Saturday. This is well, and for you, I feel like this is a lot of like organized activities with lots of people. How'd you uh, hold up? I planned the golf. Okay. And this is how our relationship works. So it's like, hey, 
what do you want to do, Riley? It's, uh, I'm bored. Let's get out of the house. Hey, let's go golf. We'll drop the kids off at my parents. I'll watch them for a couple hours. We'll go golf. Okay, great. And then it turns into, we could golf, grab something to eat, head back. With Melissa, it turns into, we're going to golf, and then we're going to go bowling. <laughs> I already called the bowling alley, reserved a lane. She reserved two lanes. I said, we don't need two lanes. Probably just need, okay, I'll call them back and reserve one lane. So <laughs> relax. Uh, so we bowled. Uh, and then we had... Uh, the Lucky Six Lanes is the bowling alley in Marengo. They've got the best burgers ever. Like bowling alley bar food best. is legitimately some Their of the food best food ever and unhealthy and who cares. If you're listening or watching and you're from even the Cedar Rapids, Iowa City area, you know, if you're within an hour of Marengo, I'm telling you, go out there and get something to eat. It's such a cool vibe. Yeah. I, I love Lucky Six Lanes. Shout out. Lucky six lanes. And the, it's the burgers that are the good. Burgers are great. They've got cheese balls and French. I mean, none I'm of hungry. it is healthy. They do have <laughs> taco salads and stuff. Um, my mom goes crazy for the hot beef sandwich. So it's like mashed Ooh, potatoes yes, and the bread my dad, and okay. beef and gravy. Why and all are we that stuff. not going there? We all should. The time. Should be a team outing. Yeah. Go bowling and there's. Yeah. Listen, there is just something to be said for a small town. Melissa and I talk. We and we live in Fairfax on the outskirts of Fairfax in a development. And, and we like it, right? Yeah. Neighbors are fine. It's safe. It's quiet. Uh, there's not a lot happening, which, which is totally good with me. You go to Marengo, people are rocking golf carts. And we have a golf cart as well. And we drive around the neighborhood. But what's cool about a small town with a golf cart is you can go to Dollar General. Yeah. You can go here. Like You're really utilizing it. Um, my parents still live in Marengo. It's just, I don't know, the older I get, the more... I'm just attracted to either A, going full-time RVing, or yeah. moving to a small town. So we'll see what happens. I love it. Um, we're going to get to your week. I feel like I'm dominating. No, I want to hear okay. about, okay. let's go through all the things. You had okay. an exciting weekend. We did. We did. And then Saturday, so sauerkraut days, parade was great. Um, kids of the rock climbing, did the scrambler thing. Uh, made me almost throw up just watching them. You're like, I'll look away. Had a hot dog, <laughs> sauerkraut. Hot dog, sauerkraut, mustard, a little bit of onions. Like yeah. Let's go. Okay. That's, like, that's perfect. It's freaking so perfect, right? I know. I'm hungry, too. I haven't had anything <laughs> to eat. I've been fasting every morning for a while. Um, and then, at night, we went to the Blairstown Demo Derby. Oh, my gosh. I saw your video. Okay. It was fun. Asher, it was just Melissa, Asher, and myself. Okay. I have, she's like, I'm good. I'm going to stay home with Grandma and Grandpa. I don't need no <laughs> Demo like, Derby. Nah, I'm, no, I'm no. Good. There's dust in the air. I'll get my crossbody purse. <laughs> dirty and like I'm, I'm good you you guys go have fun I'll, <laughs> I'll be here doing my nails she's such a girly girl anyways the blairstown demo derby they do such a great job they had popcorn it was a dollar okay you know it's Old. like it's just like it's all yeah. reasonable I, I think it's really fun to be reminded that those types of environments exist and there's hundreds of people they're all hooting and hollering cars Wrecking into each other. They had like a minivan, an SUV class. <laughs> they had a sedan class, a compact class, and they had what they call like the powder puff class, where it's all girls that go out and I they would just actually seriously. Love that. I, I'm not. I'm not kidding. Again, this is the three in me. I'm. I'm studying and evaluating like the strategy of how the demo derby works, and they wet the pit down so it's super muddy. And obviously the cars are demo derby ready. Like right. you strip them down and they're just balls to the wall. 
it was a blast. And so all of these like head on collisions and side collisions, people are shouting. And then they had an MC. Uh, I think it was his last year. This year was his last year doing it. But they do a great job running it, organizing it. The food is reasonable. Getting in is reasonable. They rented out seat cushions. Nice. Which is okay. genius. That's kind of luxury. Bucks. Right? Two bucks, get a seat cushion. Pad your butt. I got one for Melissa because that's the kind of guy I am. I went without a seat cushion, so I sacrificed my my butt for her. <laughs> uh, I wanted to make sure she was comfortable and having the best time. She got uh, her a dollar popcorn and a seat cushion. Yeah, you absolutely. Had a hot dog, a brat. Slick it was going guy. wild, man. Um, Asher had <laughs> popcorn. We were just hanging out, Diet Pepsi, you know, on that on that sober journey. Um, Love but it. it was a ton of fun. I truly think we should enter the demo derby. Oh my god, I'd love it. Okay, so these are some dumb questions. You smash your car intentionally into yeah. other people's cars with and if your car won't move or start then you're out. Yes. Like, how do you get out? I, I I so I could be wrong. Those that are big into the demo derbies comment, leave a message if we're getting this wrong. I believe so that the cars have to all be stripped down the same way. I believe there's okay. maybe some limitations on how powerful the engine Engines can be in its respective okay. class. Um, I think what sort of tires are on it. I think they have to be stock tires or below. You can only modify them so much. Now, name of the game is to be the last one standing. I think they have awards for like most aggressive. Okay. Um, you can't avoid other cars. Like you can't just w- drive around and let other people wreck. And you're okay. like, haha, you guys are all gotcha, shut down. I won. However, if you get hit and you can't move or you're stuck or the because a lot of the issues were the cars, they just wouldn't start. Start, you know, yeah, okay. Like the exhaust, okay. like it was, they, they were breaking down. They beat up enough, they're toast. Yes. Okay. Um, and then when you are out, you hold up, I think like you, it's like a yellow or okay. a red flag or something outside okay. of your car that's like, don't hit me, I'm out. Okay. So it's like real life bumper cars. So you stay in your car then though while everyone else is. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. you don't get out? Yeah, do unless you're like right by the side. Okay, do people get hurt? I believe they do. They didn't, thankfully, at the one we went to. Um, okay. But there was somebody that I knew. Um, I don't want to mention names or where it happened because I, I, I don't know if this story is 100% accurate. But she got hurt enough where I believe she was air cared. I think she, she broke her neck or her back okay, or something. Okay, so that might be why I don't enter. Well, and maybe <laughs> and, and maybe it was a situation where she didn't have like the right sort of he- helmet or okay, harness on. Okay. Um, but I think it would be a it ton sounds like a blast. of fun. It sounds really fun. Yeah. I just don't want to break my neck. So. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I know. You. So if, if you could do it and... I mean, I'm sure you get bruised up and banged around right i mean you're getting hit by yeah i mean car. yeah they have firefighters <sighs> that are on standby paramedic that's on standby but it would be really fun yeah and so like when a couple of engines caught on fire so firefighters are out there extinguishing okay. them and then i think you can only start on fire like once <laughs> and then like it, then you're out oh. like it, you have to start back up again or something that's i i dangerous yeah, okay. there were there were a lot of things going on that I wasn't hundred percent sure of. Okay. I haven't been to a demo derby. I'm talking I've in never been, yeah. 25, 25 years. I think the last time I went when I was a kid, but <clears throat> I mean there was probably a thousand people. That sounds like probably. so much fun. I'm really proud of I mean, that doesn't sound like your normal, you know, Saturday night. You're a little bit more quiet or like, you know, like but you went out and did it. And yeah. you're like every time you do that stuff, you have a great time. Trying to make an effort to connect with melissa more and the kids more um it's tough because 
when I had the I have a, the, had a wedding the next day. Yeah. And so you, you go into that Saturday and for those that care, you want the event to go yeah, really well. So that's kind of in the back of your mind. And I, I'm doing everything that I possibly can mentally and physically to try to be as present as I possibly yeah. can. But it, it's a it's it's a constant battle. It just is. And, and I know. I don't want to speak for you, but I'm sure like even though you may not be at the wedding that's taking place at your venue, you might be at home hanging out with your kids or your friends. But that's still in the back of your mind as far as I hope I don't get a phone call or whatever. You're thinking about it. And I mean, obviously, those of you who are in the event industry and if you have a wedding on a Friday, you know, you're probably talking to that client Monday, Tuesday night. So, you know, there's little changes, there's little things and all of that kind of takes up mental space and it it just in in event season what people have to understand or our spouses or whatever it's like we're kind of constantly working i mean it's not just the day right the day before you're thinking about it oh did i do this did i make sure that you know afterwards there's still work to do for a lot of vendors right especially some of our cinematographer and photographer friends your yeah. work just begins and then but you've got another wedding to shoot that next week like it is it is hard it is hard to be present but um i love the kind of this time of year as it wraps up the summer, the festivals, all that stuff. And you always see those things out there and you never get to them. And they are a lot of fun. I'm a small town girl. I grew up in a small town. I I love that vibe. There's nothing like a small town, the right kind of small town. Yeah. And Marengo, Blairstown, like that whole Iowa County, Benton County. I don't know. I just feel like they're doing a lot of things really, really well. Yeah. And so last thing I'll say about Thursday I'm going to kick it to you. Thursday night, my really good friend, Lindsay, uh, her and I used to do a workout uh, slash DJ set uh, event called Fuse, which is fitness, unity, spirituality, and energy. So our whole goal from day one was to not just show up and do a workout and have a playlist hanging out in the background. Like, yeah, it was a good full body workout. Our goal was to try to be really immersive. So I'll be very honest. Fuse would work out the best if you were indoors and you could control the lighting. So it's almost like okay. an EDM festival slash workout. Nice. Almost, kind of like what Soul Cycle is doing, but without the stationary bike. Okay. You're doing a full body workout. So anyways, she contacted me probably four or five months ago. Hey, do you want to do it in Marengo? We'll go up to the park. They got a great pavilion. Mm. They just uh, had like a cement, a big cement slab that they put up that's really nice. They do such a great job at the park. We did their fountain. Um, downtown just got a big grant to redo some of the storefronts and like the facades and stuff nice. like that. So like that's that's really cool. Uh, and we own a small lot. We in do. Ringo we own a Main lot Street. in Ringo. Yeah, we invest so in real estate. So we are gonna figure yeah. something out with but that. But anyways, soon. um, so we did that. We had probably thirty five people show up. 30, 35 people. My my daughter was in dance class right across the street. So a lot of dance moms hung out and did a workout. It was a 45, 48 minute workout. Um, had music blast and I rented a sound system for my buddy Nathan one of our DJs Nathan Cabot shout out and uh it was awesome so that was Yay. Thursday Friday went golf and bowling Saturday sauerkraut days demo derby <laughs> Sunday had a wedding Jenna Dylan shout out to you guys I don't know if you listen probably not but if you do or any family members or friends that listen Sunday wedding September 3rd Ashen Hill Galena you guys were incredible your guests were incredible here's what I will say about those guys and I've had a lot of clients that are very similar to these guys. They just let you do your thing. Love it. They're laid back. They're looking at their day for all the right reasons. They're positive. They're kind. 
they're smiling, they're laughing, their toasts were fun. The the parents, seriously, the parents were like the nicest parents yes. I've ever worked with. They were so respectful and just if any engaged couples happen to listen to this podcast, because I know we talk a lot about the business of weddings and events, but if, if any couples are, 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 are listening or watching, I cannot stress enough. And this is, this is my, my, my truth, my philosophy. I, I know I share the same with you, or you share the same vision and, and, and outlook too. When you have clients that can just trust you mm-hmm. and they have this excitement that is surrounding their trust, vendors will work 10 times harder. 100%. 100%. I I get why sometimes that trust is is hard, right? Or people, you know, they have a lot of things on their mind of, you know, they have their mental checklist clients of things they want to make sure that they ha- that happen. But if you're hiring a quality vendor, we are as concerned about those things as you are. And so when you can kind of put it in our hands, it is hard on us when you're kind of men you know rechecking us 20 times did you get this done did you get this done like yes and it it can be a little defeating so vendors you're not alone if you have clients that do that we've always looked at if you have clients that consistently ask you about things you know maybe there's some things you can can do preventatively but when a client just says i know you've got it i trust you oh man there's nothing nothing better and when they trust your response, we had a little conversation about this before we got on, you know, if you have to say no, or if you have to say, Hey, this may not work. And here's why, if you, if they trust that too, we're not just saying no to say no. Right. 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 I mean, I love new and unique things happening in the venue. It, it enhances our venue and enhances, you know, what, what people see happening here. So when we say no, or we redirect, there's a reason. So yeah, that trust factor is, that is awesome. I know that family well too. And Oh, do you really? Yeah, I toured them. And then when I was actually at the venue Thursday night for their rehearsal, I was chatting with them again because I remembered them and remembered how much fun they were and just how excited they were. And yeah, they they were were, a very vibrant Italian family. Yeah. A lot of fun. They were just so excited about the day too. I, if I could give any advice to couples, too, is to try to keep that excitement. It makes me really sad when I see couples come in either at a two-week meeting or the day of and the stress or the financial burden of a wedding has gotten to them and they lost the excitement somewhere along yes. the way. It's like, oh, don't, you know, there's nothing that's that important that day that, you know, you should lose that enthusiasm for that celebration you're about to have. Things are going to go great, you know. Um, oh, man, keep that, whatever you have to do. Totally agree. Totally changes the experience. It's it's why wedding professionals are in this industry to begin with is to work with clients like that. Mm-hmm. Where it gets really difficult or where clients where it gets I'm not going to speak for anybody else. Where it gets difficult for me as a as a DJ. Even though I'm phasing out, I'm still doing weddings. I'm still in the midst of it yeah. and I I love doing it. It's kind of an addiction to be honest with you. The weddings where I get the most stressed out is where I feel like I'm going to be walking on eggshells mm-hmm. with the music that I play. If clients have a bunch of like, do not play this artist or that artist or this artist or that artist. And they're all artists and songs that I've played before because they work. I say, OK, well, you're taking a lot of, with respect. You're taking a lot away. I need you to then supplement. Does right. that make sense? Right. Yeah. Like, don't play Bruno Mars. Don't play Pitbull. Don't play this. Don't play that. I, I totally get it. I totally fine. But I need to know what I can play because every time I play a song, I'm going to be looking around like, is that going to be okay? 
sucked. Like it's right. so stressful. No, you don't want that. And it allows me to kind of have this blank canvas when I can come in and kind of paint this picture in real time. So anyways, I had a great weekend. Uh, very thankful with the time with uh, with my family and seeing my parents and everybody else. Yeah. So anyways, enough about me. How was your weekend? You know, Let's my weekend was not as exciting as yours. I didn't go to all the festivals and all that. That sounds like something I would I would love to do. Uh, I ran a wedding Friday um, with help of uh, Emily, one of our team members. So great couple. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, the bride was a pilot. So we had wow. a lot of that undertone. They had really cute um, their flower girl like drove a, a little airplane car in. Nice. Yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Little things that were personal to them. Great weather. Great crowd. I'm sure the ceremony just flew by then, huh? Oh, my gosh. You just landed that. Yeah. Nice. Look at nice. us. Listen to. Nice. Right? Are we good? We practiced that. No. <laughs> uh, it did fly by. There wasn't a lot of baggage then that <laughs> came with that wedding? No? Okay, good. No, there wasn't. How long can we keep going on with this? It was a turbulent day. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, no, I'm running out. <laughs> I'm running out. I'm running out of fuel here. Ooh. Fuel here. I was cruising at a good altitude oh with my puns, my gosh, but I'm you not guys, anymore. How much more time do we have yeah. to make airplane yeah. jokes? We're I good. We should go on tour. We are. It's fine. Um, so, so great. Friday was great. I dip out the way I do weddings now, typically because of my elderly status. <laughs> I depart once dinner is underway, uh, which was, you know, I left about 830. If I could do that, I have an assistant takeover. I could do weddings nonstop. It's what kills me is the, you know, nine o'clock to 1 a.m. time yep. frame. I'm too old. My body can't do it. So I, I left. It was great. Um, I am honestly trying to even think what I did the rest of the weekend. I'm just about done with my flip house. Nice. And Monticello? Uh, this one's in Mechanicsville, another <laughs> small town, but um, just about done with that house. So I did spend time there this weekend. We're getting really close. I have family. Um, they are coming from Florida to stay in it on the 15th of September. So it will be ready. We've been joking around saying that we took a picture by a porta potty like toilets are in yeah. you know it, it isn't gonna be that way saturday went to the iowa game that's what i did okay um, I, I thought i saw something on your yeah, social got up media and went to the iowa game i'm a i'm a hawkeye uh, my whole family so we went uh it was a little toasty but it was, it was do you guys great. have season tickets or how we do you used get tickets? to um my dad used to but we don't anymore okay. so he just buys them you know per game Okay. We had great seats. It was nice. a, a great day. Um, yeah, just had a blast doing that. And then I, yeah, I spent the rest of yesterday. Um, no, God, okay, I'm saying yesterday, which I thought was Sunday, but it was Monday. I'm going to be all messed up this week. Um, went to the animal shelter. There was a puppy there that she's about 10 weeks old. She's a little tiny Jack Russell Terrier oh, puppy. Nice. So that was hard to leave her um man puppies are so much work though the, oh yeah i'm just like you know i i am just the sucker though i'm just like but i can you know my dog does not like other dogs so we're good there um so we went to the shelter had it uh did my volunteering there there is a cat there that jack really wants to adopt that has three legs so he his back legs were broken he came in as a kitten and had to have one amputated so he may join our home, but I think other people want him as well. So we'll have to see how that goes. It's always hard. I mean, if I adopted every animal, it would be a problem. Yeah. I'd be on hoarders or something. And then, yeah, I just worked at my flip house. So, nice. but it was really nice. Um, spent time with my kids, made some homemade applesauce this weekend, which Look I'm pretty at you. good at that. 
Look at you. Um, was you know homemaker, kind of doing all the things. So I had a nice weekend. Good. Had time off, time good. to relax. Just felt really good. Got back at it today with the team. We're back at it. So we you know pushed our staff meeting to Tuesday. So now the week feels kind of. I did some tours yesterday too. Um, back at it. We're doubles at both venues so we and i assume for most vendors too that's kind of how this this season ends is this is honestly where we are the busiest is is the fall so we are uh four weddings both friday saturday at both venues this weekend yeah and that pretty much continues through the rest of the year yeah yeah it's uh back-to-backs you know venue owners that are listening you understand the stress that comes with back-to-back weddings because by by the way it's not something that you can cut corners on i mean you got to understand friday is an experience for your client and saturday better be the exact experience for your clients and so just flipping the room and making sure that every nook and cranny has been clean where it looks untouched for that saturday it's it's like um flipping a hotel room it is i always tell the team we have to think of our venue as a hotel yeah, room. Nobody sure. wants to see anybody else's garbage. Nobody wants to know that anyone wa- else was there. I think we do a really good job of it. Is it still hard? Is it still a struggle? Absolutely. Like this weekend, I knew this past weekend with triples, I knew by Sunday we were going to be yeah. hitting some you know issues, right? So we had some people assigned to go help and clean. The other hard thing, you don't know what the wedding the night before, what what's going to happen, right? Correct. I mean, I don't want to sound gross, but somebody going to vomit all over your patio? Are they going to put a hole in the wall? You know, right? Are they going to break a table? Like, I know that sounds dramatic, but venue owners, it's 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 tough. I mean, the facility side of owning a venue and having it be look like nobody was there is, yeah. is really tough. So we do have a great team in place. We have great processes in place, but it's still every weekend yep. we're doing things even after this weekend. I'm like, okay, there's a few things we need to tighten up and do a little bit better, but we do a really good job, but it's hard. Well, I feel like that's your special sauce as a venue owner is that you don't ignore any problems or any no. issues. You're not just sweeping them under the rug, so to speak. You are addressing them and you do such a great job addressing them with our team to make sure they understand the importance of the issue, regardless of it being a big issue or a, mm-hmm. a smaller, minor issue. And that, to me, is venue ownership. Yeah, It's it. to look at your venue as a living, breathing thing. Looking at your business as a living, breathing thing. Mm-hmm. And as that business continues to grow, where are some of the growing pains? Where are some of the pain points in general? And what can you do to diagnose and treat those issues? And all the more reason why I've continued to say throughout this podcast, not this one, but throughout the last 43, is to refine your business. Before mm-hmm. you start to grow, you need to really slow down and figure out what it is that can keep you on a path to sustainability. Absolutely, because having a lot of business does you no good if there's if it's not refined and it's not functioning well you know you cannot pull off a triple weekend as any in any part of the wedding industry being a dj a florist a decor company a hair and makeup team if you don't have refinement if you don't know you know and you're not constantly evaluating issues and having plans in place for troubleshooting so it doesn't the growth doesn't matter if you don't if you're not prepared for it um, so hopefully vendors, again, we are constantly doing that. 
I mean, we are con- we are not ignoring. We're constantly reevaluating and changing things and making things better. And I don't know businesses that can't. I don't. I hope nobody that listens to this podcast as a vendor thinks they've got it all figured out and they're just sitting with cruise control on that won't take you very far. Um, You're not going to last. And it's not to me, it's just not the right way to do this business either. And and I think, you know, minus maybe venue ownership, DJs, photographers, cinematographers, officiants, caterers, this is a great time to figure out, did you take on too much this time of year? Right. Last year I took on way too much. And the level of burnout that it gives you is real. Yeah. And, and, I try to be as um, mentally and physically strong as possible to ensure that no matter what my schedule looks like, when I show up to that wedding, it's their wedding mm-hmm. and I'm not tired from the night before or you know, looking at it as just another wedding. And I've been around quite a few vendors that, it's just a constant conversation of I've taken on too much. I've taken on too much. I've taken on too yep. much. So uh, August, September, October, that's the time to your point where you are the busiest. Yep. And and why? You know, like, do you need that kind of volume to make ends meet? Or are you just taking on too much market share to say you're taking on market share and look at me and look exactly. at me? Exactly. You know, and I think in our industry, what's easy is saying yes to a booking a signed contract getting a deposit payment is exciting yeah the work comes later so it's not you know if someone asks you today could you show up at a wedding today and you know what that involves that's different right than Correct. doing that wedding a year from now it's very easy to say yes to too many things and i think a lot of us again it's the excitement of a client wants to book you right so there's some of that involved i think as you are evaluating your year, you know, don't forget. I was like, it's like childbirth, right? Like you forget, you forget what it felt like to do three or four weddings in a row. Don't forget it. Write it down. Make some notes to yourself. This is the time so that when January 1st comes vendors and you're, you know, looking at your pricing and you're looking at what you want for 2024 that you can say, you know, when I did that triple in September, that almost killed me. Or, you know, I wasn't my best. So I'm not going to take that again. I don't care if somebody wants me. I, I can't do it. So what do I need to do to supplement my income? If I need the income, should I raise my prices? If you're getting asked to do double, triple weddings, I mean, you probably can raise your prices then. Exactly. You yeah, know? exactly. Uh, if you have that volume coming in. So um, I agree. Don't forget, not that this next few months is painful, but it, it is going to be the hardest mm-hmm. for anybody in the wedding industry uh, as we get up to the holidays. It's it's tough. Yeah. Uh, a tough few months. Don't disregard that pain um, because burnout, it's so interesting you mentioned that because I've been watching a couple different influencers that I follow who are talking really openly about burnout. And when that really hits you, that is a real physical manifestation of it can be um, things come up, you think you're sick, you know, or you think you've got some kind of illness going on. Burnout is dangerous. Um, It's not something that you can easily just get over. It's it's something that if you get yourself to that point, you're going to be in in real trouble, right? Yeah, I for the first time ever <laughs> sounds so silly to say, but for the first time ever, when I get an inquiry regard or regardless of 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 what the event type 
is I'm always looking at my calendar first to say, okay, is there anything that I'm going to be missing that I could go to this year? Like Labor Day weekend's a perfect example. I haven't been able to go with my family to something as simplistic as sauerkraut days for years because I always had a wedding on Saturday. You were working, yeah. Well, I can survive without taking a wedding three or four different times a year, more than that. But the return on not going to a wedding or not doing a wedding is much greater than some money in your bank account because you are creating. Now, again, you've got to make ends meet. You've got to survive. You've got to do what you need to do um, as as a provider for your family. But to say no every now and then, knowing that you're able to make certain events is something that I'm not used to. For the past 15, 16 years, it was yes, and I missed out on a lot of different things. And so, like, next year we're going to go to the Knoxville Nationals again. So we're going to block off Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And, um, you know, I don't know if the kids are going to go to that, but Melissa and I will. Like, just having more time to connect with her on weekends Mm -hmm. is something that I am now much more strategic doing than than I've ever been. Yeah. And that and that goes with that goes with everything as as you and I navigate this crazy industry together and evaluate relationships and partnerships and the things that we're doing throughout the week we've been taking several steps back to mm-hmm. really figure out if we're going to go forward with what could be great opportunities or it could be dead ends but we're evaluating things in a much different perspective than we were, which I think is a sign of a great partnership, a good friendship and alignment. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're having a conversation. We need to get bigger and grow and we need to do this and this and this and this and this. We're very aligned with our path. And I think again, for those that are watching, watching, listening, watching, I just make a new, made a new, a new word, word. watching, you can watching, watching, that has a business partner or a team, how aligned are you? Yeah, we're really lucky. We are. We're really lucky. I think we are on the same wavelength, you know, um, which is great. You know, a lot of people aren't, and that's tough. We communicate on a very deep level. Mm -hmm. We talk about what's it going to take for you to really be happy, Yeah. for you to achieve as much peace in your life as possible. Where do you want to spend your time? Who do you want to spend it with? What do you want your week to look like? And you ask me those same questions. And our our answers tend to be very similar. Mm-hmm. And so that should be the GPS, the navigation system of our business then. Because if you're telling me in your heart of hearts what you want, I'm telling you in my heart of hearts what I want, our business needs to be in existence to achieve that goal. Absolutely. And I feel like we're doing a really good job of that. This podcast is such a great outlet for us. Yeah. Again, we're so thankful for those that have been listening and watching um, and reaching out and engaging with us. And we hope that this is something that you can listen to and, and, and maybe you'll find some things that you can relate to and know that, we could very well be struggling with the same things you are. Our, our um, next week's episode, uh, I'm bringing in a guest, Vanessa McDonald, who's a, who's a really good friend of mine. 
And we're going to talk about sobriety. We're going to go deep. We're going to go deep on that. And um, I had put um, something on Facebook and I, I was not expecting the type of response that I got on Facebook because it, it truly, I was announcing my two years of sobriety yeah. and it was not, look at me, look at me, look how disciplined I, it, none of that. It was, Hey, if there's anybody out there that is struggling, if they are too embarrassed or uh, too egotistical to ask for help, if you think it's going to make you vulnerable or appear weak, to your friends or family, significant other, whoever, hey, I'll be the first one in line to tell you, I'm celebrating two years. Here was my negative relationship with alcohol. If you need to reach out, please let me know. And the response that I got from that was mind-blowing. That's amazing. And the people that reached out in private saying, I would love to have an opportunity to chat with you. I feel like I have a drinking problem. And I I just want (sighs) to talk with somebody first. And that to me like those are the things that I want to talk mm-hmm. about are the things that people are hiding in their closet they're hiding in yeah. their back pocket and they don't want to bring it out yet but it could be holding you back from yeah at least putting you in a position the best position possible to be the best version of yourself so that's going to be next week episode and and I'm I'm um, really excited to go deep on that topic I love that I love that I know how important that is to you how much that's affected you know you in personally professionally and such an important topic um and good for you for posting i i saw your post and thought exactly just you're somebody out raising your hand and being like this is i did this and if anyone else can relate or needs help and i think i agree our this podcast too is meant to be um for people to say okay we're in this industry we're doing what you guys do Um, we're feeling the same things. We, again, we have some experience and some wisdom, but we are still figuring things out and just being relatable and knowing it is tough. It's joyful. It's fun. This is an emotional industry. This is a tough industry on, uh, us as humans with families. I mean, it's just all these things. And so hopefully people can resonate and either are just kind of nodding along or like, oh, they feel that too. Or, and hopefully we can provide some solutions and thoughts and ideas behind it. Absolutely. Yeah. I love what we do. And when I started, there wasn't anybody out there to kind of hold the lantern up, you know? And so hopefully we can do that for people. Yeah. Well, I, I really am. I, 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 I've said it a lot. And I'm going to continue saying it because I mean it with every ounce of my being. I look to you as somebody like a mentor, an older sister. um, Not that much older. Not that much older. Just like, what do they say? Irish twins. Irish twins. I mean, I'm pretty much. Mentor, kind of that older sister. Just very blessed to be doing business with you. I, I truly mean that. I really mean that. And it's so exciting watching us evolve and grow Mm -hmm. and in whatever direction God has for us to grow. I'm just very thankful that we have this opportunity to do a podcast together and, and we're going to continue doing them no matter how many people are listening or not listening or watching. Is that, was that the word I I made up? Watching. I think that makes sense. But uh, (laughs) if, if the last thing I'll say is, is if you are watching or listening and I'm going to say it every podcast because it's so important for us if you could subscribe on YouTube if you could just leave a comment if you want to call our hotline if you want to stay anonymous and ask a really deep question hey I'm struggling with maybe I mean we're not therapists but hey I'm struggling with depression because you know on the surface of my business I'm really successful but 
my marriage is falling apart yeah. or my kids want me around and I'm not there. Like we've all experienced those things in some capacity. Let's, 1000%. Let's get rid of the polished highlight reel of life that Instagram and Facebook has become. Let's start to get nitty and gritty about let's address the issue and let's bring people on. If, if we don't feel comfortable talking about it in regards to like an expertise or professional sure. level, Let's start bringing people that, that on that 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 can. And so we've got some plans in the works to bring on marriage therapists. Yeah. Um, if if even like if my wife was up for it, like I would, we could even do a podcast. that's like our marriage spouses. Ca- Seriously, oh, Lordy, I mean, that'd be a, that's <laughs> the like, truth. We have a lot of conversations. If you're in this industry with your spouse, significant other, children, there are things. I mean, it isn't easy. It, it's hard. And so sure. uh, sure. we talk about it all the time yeah. and yeah. or team members, whatever. So we are happy to be vulnerable. I am. And I know you are, too. And be real and dig into those topics. Sure. You are not alone um, if you are struggling with any of those things. Yeah. For yeah. sure. This is great. Great catching yeah, up. And it is. Uh, again, like, subscribe, comment, engage, call our hotline. Seriously, we are so thankful. There. Let us know love it. you're out there. Thank you guys so much. And we'll catch you next week. Bye, guys.